Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Jai Ho, Dandavat Pranam, Omagyan Timirandrasya, Kyananjana Salakaya Jakshur, Ulminitamiyana, Tasmai Shri Guruvenama. Today I would like to share something about a very, very important topic for me personally, and I think a very, very important topic uh, in, in spiritual life. Uh, for me, when I uh, joined or when I mm, entered the movement of Krishna consciousness in 89, for me it was always an important question to understand who I am, what is actually the soul. So many, many different uh, uh, philosophies or theories uh, are there in the world and, and everyone since thousands of years it is said who, who am I what is the nature of my being so spiritual life means that we understand that we are actually not this body but we are the soul so we this what is this soul this concept of an immortal soul is an all traditions and all spiritual traditions is there and for me personally it was very important to really go deep into this understanding because here it starts uh, the, the, the way if you want to realize yourself if you talk about self-realization you have to understand first of all what is the self what is the soul so um, I was reading many, many different uh, theories, even in in in, in Vaishnava, Gaudiya Vaishnava uh, tradition, and I had to figure out what is most suitable for my personal individual understanding, which I have to live with and which I, I can wholeheartedly accept. And uh, by the mercy of Radha and Krishna and my Gurudev, I, for me personally, I found very very clear concepts in shastra in the in the in the written uh, books about philosophy about bhakti uh, a very very clear concept which helped me very much to understand this issue and the nature of the soul and when we understand the nature of the soul we understand what it is our what we have to do to realize ourselves to to have a, a proper way of self realization so first of all we have to understand the soul is an eternal energy. So the Lord or God, Krishna, he has practically speaking three energies. He has his inner energy, Chit, is called Chit Shakti. This inner, this is the inner energy of God, of Krishna. This is his own, of this energy, all his, the realm is made of, you can say. It is not made of because it's eternal, but you can say the spiritual world consists of that Chit Shakti. His body, all the living, uh, all, the, all, the, all the inhabitants of the spiritual world, they are all in this category of Chit Shakti, the eternal inner energy of the Lord, which have spiritual bodies eternally. This is the inner energy. Um, Sandini Shakti is the Shakti of eternal existence. Sambhi Shakti is the energy of eternal knowledge. And Ladini Shakti is the eternal uh, happiness energy. So this is I am, I know, 
and I am happy. So these three energy are within the inner energy within the Chit Shakti. These are all in the spiritual realm. So Sandini means existence, Samvit means knowledge, and Ladini Shakti means happiness. So these three categories are again within Chit Shakti. So then there is the complete opposite energy. This is Bahiranga Shakti, so the outer energy, the material world, also called the creation. So the material world consists of a different energy, and this energy is temporary. It is material, it starts and it comes to an end. So our body is a material element, wood is a material element. The world goes, the world comes and goes in existence and then again dies. So this, this is called the outer energy, this temporary energy. This cycle is eternal, but the energy, the things are not eternal. So they are have an end, a beginning and an end. So this is the Bahirangi Shakti, the outside energy, the material world, what it made of material. So then there is a very special energy, and this is us. So the jiva, the soul, is actually the energy of Tatashta. Tatashta actually means in between. So we are actually in, straight in between both energies. We are also an eternal energy. This is interesting because the material world comes and goes into existence eternally, but it is a temporary world where death and time is there. But actually the, the spiritual world and the living entity, us, the soul, we are eternal. We are actually an eternal energy of the Lord. We are part and parcel of the supreme whole, philosophically speaking. He is the big, big sun and we are little, little parts of that sun, little rays of that sun. So we are eternally connected and eternally existing. So now the soul is in a very bad place because actually we are now not realized. We don't realize we are a soul. We realize we have a body. Some even go so far to say we are this body and we have a soul. So, but actually it is, we are the soul and we have a body. More to this later. But to understand is clear that we are actually in between these two worlds, the spiritual world and the material world. So we have the capacity and the potential because we are an eternal energy that we can either be immersed in the material energy or we can be immersed in the spiritual energy. So this is what the jiva, the soul, can do. So right now we are completely immersed in the material energy, but we have this capa capacity, the potential within us as a part of God to belong to the spiritual, godly, divine energy. So this is our position. Be immersed in temporary things, be immersed in the eternal life, so to say. So self-realization means actually to follow this path, to be at one point in the eternal realm. So Tatashta Shakti means actually that we are an infinitesimal particle of spiritual consciousness. It's called that we are actually Jitkana. We are a drop of consciousness. That is the eternal soul. And this consciousness can be made material because we focus completely on the material but this drop of consciousness this chitkana can also direct itself and focus itself to its real nature to its spiritual nature to belong to the whole the part always serves the whole now we want to be the whole ourselves in the material world playing god but actually our our uh, nature 
I come to this later, our nature is to be part of the whole. We are Tatashta Shakti. We are in between these two worlds. So, but we are consciousness. This is our symptom. Consciousness means I realize, I, I, I see, I hear, I, this is what the life uh, expression. We are consciousness. Our symptom of life is that we are consciousness. I am aware. Cognitions. I am aware. So the soul is aware. So now every soul has a unique relationship to the one who is eternally the supreme soul. So super soul it's also called. We as part of the whole have an eternal relationship to Radha and Krishna. Now Radha and Krishna are two manifestations of the same to enjoy Lila. So we are, we all have, all individual souls have a unique relationship to them. Even if we say we don't have one, that's also one. <laughs> so you can enter Brahman, you can have no relationship. This is also possible. If you don't, if you don't want a relationship, you can realize the impersonal feature and enter Brahman. But as Bhakti Yogis, as Gautya Vaishnavas, we think and we want and we desire that we have an eternal, unique, relationship with the Lord. So now comes into matter the self-realization. How can the soul realize itself? How we can attain perfection? So we have to go a little bit deeper now in the concept of the soul because there are some conceptions and, and we have to look at them. And there are many, many references and Shastras which will help us very much. So first of all, we have to understand one thing. Mm, there are two, two kinds of souls, two, two kinds of jivas. Sri Chaitanya Jayatamrita says, Sei vibhinansa jiva duita prakara ekanitya mukta ekanitya samsara. Very short verse, very, very deep verse. The jivas are divided into two categories. One is situated in eternal freedom in the spiritual world, the associates of God and the Everyone is there, Radha, Krishna, Lalita, Vishaka, all this, Murashiya, Shoda, Nanda Maharaj, all those are eternal, liberated, eternal Nityasiddhas, eternal souls, which never are in contact with the material world. This is the one category. The other category is situated in material bondage within the samsara cycle of birth and death. So <laughs> now comes the human mind who is always thinking of causality and, and, and blame and, and fairness and stuff. And they say, why is like that? Why Krishna has created those who are eternally free and those who are eternally in the material world? So this is very difficult because our mind thinks, first of all, in causality. And second of all, he has no understanding of eternity and also no understanding of, um, uh, yeah, of eternity. So, and he always wants to see the cause. So, of course, our mind must say, this is very unfair. I don't believe in such a God. But actually, the, when I said it in, uh, before, those jivas, they are not created. They exist eternally. So, Krishna exists eternally in the spiritual world. And we, as the second part, second category, we always have been here. We have always been in this material world. And if we try to blame the Lord, it will be useless because he didn't create us. 
It was, it was not his fault. It is like it is. So first of all, we have to accept this fact that we are eternally here and that we have now the chance to get out of this. This is the mercy of the Lord that we can get out of this. Straight out. He, this is called, Chiba Goswami is, is, is going very deep into this. Our bondage has no beginning. We are here since immemorial, since time immemorial, immemorial. It has no beginning. This is for the mind is, oh, he cannot understand, but accept. So we are here since time without beginning, immemorial. In, we are here without cause, without any beginning. Without any beginning also means without any cause. So, but we are anadi. Anadi means we are beginningless. For since beginningless time, we are here in this platform. But anadi doesn't mean without end. So that is a beautiful chance that we can actually leave that bondage. We are not damned to rot in, in this material world. Some say in hell, which I don't. Anyway, and uh, we have the chance to really step out of that samsara cycle and really go there into the spiritual world. This is a beautiful, beautiful uh, opportunity for the Jiva soul. And this is the mercy of the Lord that we actually can step out of this business. We can end the cycle of birth and death because our bondage is not eternal. It has no beginning, but we can cut it by self-realization, by bhakti. By bhakti yoga, we can cut this uh, this uh, cycle of birth and death, samsara, dava, nanalita loka. We can cut this and step out of that. That is a very wonderful opportunity. Jiva Goswami is saying in the Paramatma Sandarbha, Anucheta 47, the number of jivas is unlimited. They are divided into two classes. One class is favorable to the Lord from a time without beginning. The other class is averse to the Lord from a time without beginning. The first class is favorable to the Lord because of knowledge of the relationship. So they eternally know, but we, we don't. The second class is averse to the Lord because of lack of that knowledge. So Krishna is Lila Maya. He has the Lila potency. He can do whatever he likes, but we have to understand he didn't create us to make us feel bad. We are eternally in that situation. He is not to blame. Neither are we. But this is a, like if you, if a cat who wants to bite in the tail, we don't do this. This is going crazy in our mind. We focus on the point that he gave us the chance to really enter into the spiritual world and break the cycle of birth and death. And how is very clear by understanding who we really are. We have to really understand our beautiful nature. And there is this uh, very, very um, uh, famous verse to understand our true nature. Jivera Svarupa Hoy, Krishnera Nityadas, Krishnera Tatashta Shakti, Beda Beda Prakash. The Jiva's constitutional nature is to be an eternal servant of the Lord. The Jiva is the marginal potency of Krishna and the manifestation simultaneously one with and different from him. This verse is essential. Jivera Swarupa Hoy. Here, there is a talk about Swarupa here. But the Swarupa here means the function, not 
in this can also mean function. So what is our eternal position? Braupad is that I think this is from Braupad. Position, constitutional nature. What is our position? What is our natural position? What is our function? Not for, not Swarupa, not as Sita Swarupa, but please be careful here. It is written Swarupa Hoy because the next line explains our function, our position. What is our eternal position? It is Krishnera Nidya Dasa. So we are eternally a servant of Krishna. That means Krishnera Nitya Dasa. That is our Swarupa in the meaning of this is our function. So now the next line is Krishnera Tatashta Shakti Beta Beta Prakash. We are, as I said before, we are the energy Tatashta Shakti, which is in the middle of both, but an eternal energy. So the material energy is also eternal, but it, uh, it is uh, a different. Uh, it is temporary. The, the the buildings and everything is temporary, but also an eternal recurrence. It also eternally uh, up and down and up and down. Building going, building going. Right? And the Tadashta Shakti and Svarupa Shakti, Chit Shakti, these three energies. So we are Tadashta Shakti and we are one with and different from the Lord. So we are one in quality, but different in quantity. Even in quality, there is a difference because some say the jiva is also Satchit Ananda. Yes, but it is not the same Satchit Ananda as with Krishna. Sat means eternal. We are also eternal. Chit means cognitions. Krishna is co he knows everything and cognit he is aware of everything, but we are only aware of our own knowledge of a field of knowledge, our body. So our Chit, sat, chit, sat, we are eternal. Chit, we only are aware of what is going on inside. I'm not aware what is going on inside you. I'm only aware, it's called field of knowledge, is this body. I'm aware of my consciousness, not of your consciousness. But Krishna is aware of your consciousness. Also, Ananda is different. Ananda here means for Krishna, he is the all-blissful supreme enjoyer. We only, Ananda in our Jiva Goswami is writing that, Ananda in, in the, in the Paramatma Sandhava, our Ananda is free from misery. By nature, we are actually free from misery, but we are not actively, actively participating in bliss because we are not engaged in seva, in bhakti, in self-realization. So our Ananda is actually, we are free from misery. And as soon as we turn to bhakti, as, as soon as we turn to self-realization, this Ananda is coming, this Varupa Shakti is coming through Bhakti, I will explain later, and then it will be an active happiness. But right now we have not the same Satchit Ananda like Krishna, and we will never have. So that is what is meant here, one with and different, one in quality because we are also eternal. But difference is that he is the whole and we are the part. We are the, he is the whole and we are the Sevaks, we are Seva, we serve him. The part serves the whole. So also some people say that means uh, 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 the Swarupa here means the spiritual form and that it is already fixed. I respect that opinion, but it is not what Gurudev told me. He, he, he explained to us that here Swarupa means clearly function and Krishna Nitya Das, that is the function. We are eternal servants of the Lord. Now, within this little line, Krishnera Nitya Dasa, our spiritual form is really there. It is there because as a servant of Krishna, we can, um, we can, uh, 
follow a very, very individual path and realize our individual form. It is not already, I will come to this a little bit later, it is not already fixed in us. It is not that we have a fixed spiritual form, but we will, I will explain this later, we have the capacity as eternal servant to enter different rasas, to uh, uh, become one with a different rasa. Rupa Goswami is saying in the Bhakti Rasamrita Situ, Sindhu, in, uh, in the first chapter, he says, with our Sadakdeha, we serve um, Rupa Goswami and, and Raghunadas Goswami, with our Sitadeha, we serve the, those people who are with Krishna, Radhika, Lalita, the Manjaris, Vashudha, Nanda, everyone according to his individual taste. Rupa Goswami is not saying everyone according to that which is already inside. No, because there cannot be any spiritual uh, form, blueprint already inside because we are Tatashta Shakti and the spiritual body is Svarupa Shakti. Later, more to this. But first we have to understand we are Nityada Krishna Das. We are eternal servants of the Lord and by the Lord's love and mercy we can actually attain a form. In one of the relationships to Krishna, mainly there are five and Vrindavan only four, and for Gaudiya Vaishnavas, it's Madhuryaras, the conjugal love, and actually our Acharyas suggest Manjari love. So this is the, for us, Gaudiya Vaishnava, I don't say for everyone, this is the highest Ras we want as Manjari Bhav Sadakas you want to attain. So this Krishnera Nitya Das here in the Chaitanya Charitamrita for us means our, my eternal form is Manjari, is a Manjari of Radhika. This is in the in, in that, and how this will work out, we will see later on. But first, we have to understand that we are an eternal servant of the Lord. We are Tatashta Shakti. We are one with Him, but different from Him. So when we understand this, our journey can nicely begin, because then we know, ha, huh, there is a beautiful goal. Every, my God have said, um, every individual soul is, is, is uh, suitable for the service of Srimadhi Radhika. So this is wonderful. And someone will say, no, I want to be more in the mood of a parent. I favor the mood of Yashoda Maya and Nanda Maharaj. Someone else is saying, I am more in the friend, Supasaka, Madhu Mangal. No problem. Rupa Goswami is saying, fo focus on one of the eternal associates of the Ragatmika Bhaktas and Please follow this path, imbibe this path. So for us, it is Rupa Manchari and Radhi Manchari, and we follow them closely by the mercy of our Gurudev. So now we understand what is the nature of the Jiva. So and how can we realize our eternal nature? So for us, Abhideya, the means is, this is Sambandakyan, and Abhideya means to practice Raganuga Bhakti, because you can only attain what Rupa Goswami is saying here by performing Raganuga Bhakti. It's not otherwise possible. With Vaidhi Bhakti, you will attain Vaikunda. We want to attain Brindavan. So our Abhideya Tattva is Raganuga Bhakti. So we have to practice Bhakti. So now we are a soul. We are really like a crystal, an eternal crystal. There is not much there, but Jiva Goswami is saying the potential to receive this beautiful love, to receive this beautiful relationship from the Lord, this is eternally established in our heart. This potential 
like a field has the potential to receive many, many seeds, tree, rose, apple tree, so many, so many seeds you can put in a fertile field. So this is our heart. Our heart is like a fertile field where this all can happen to us and can be brought into our heart. So we are like, we are like a fertile field and this bhakti, this beautiful bhakti, this love can be implanted in our hearts. We have this potential. We have this potential, but not yet the functionality. Srila Jiva Goswami is saying this in the Sandarpa. The potential is there to attain a spiritual form with which we can perfect our relationship with the divine couple, but the functionality is not yet there. I don't know the Sanskrit words, but you can check in. Uh, I can also provide the, the, the quotes, but it said the potential is there, but not yet the functionality. And it, it makes sense because when we see a wonderful next verse, then we see how actually that this bhakti enters into our heart because without this bhakti, we can do nothing. So here it is this wonderful verse, how bhakti enters into our hearts. First of all, we come into contact with bhakti. I was into, I came into contact by receiving a book from AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. I, I, I came into contact with the devotees. So this is the way it works. It is all by the mercy of Krishna and his devotees. Rupa Goswami is saying in Bhakti Rasamrita, in the Raganuga Bhakti and Bhakti anyway is only possible to attain by the mercy of Krishna and his devotees. Brahmananda Brahmitekona Bhakyavan Jiva Guru Krishna Prasade Bhaya Bhakti Lata Bicha Malioya Karase Bicha Arupona Shravana Ketana Chale Koroye Sekana When a living entity, while wandering throughout the universe in different species, attains good fortune by the causeless mercy of Guru and Krishna, then only he can get the seed of the wish-fulfilling Bhakti Kripa. He becomes a gardener who's, who received the seed and waters it by hearing and chanting of Krishna. Chaitanya Charitamrita Matya Lila 19, 151, uh, 51. So it is very clear that actually here we wander through throughout the universe. And at one point we come into contact, we attain the good fortune by the causeless mercy of Krishna and Guru. There is causeless mercy. It is not that we are super cool and oh, all is by our efforts. No, it is the mercy which descends. It's a descending process, not an ascending process. It's a descending process. Bhakti enters in our heart. I will tell, come to this later. Attains good fortune by the mercy of Guru and Kripa. Then only can he get, again, get the seed of the wish-fulfilling Bhakti Kripa. Bhakti Lata Bicha. Though this Bhakti Lata Bicha is a very, very, very deep point. Actually, what this means is that it is not in our heart. We have the capacity and the potential to receive exactly this. This seed. This seed will be planted in our hearts. And that is the beginning of bhakti, bhajana, kriya. Gurudev is giving initiation, is giving diksha, is giving everything, the meeting of guru, and he is giving this, what he has in his heart, 
He's giving into our heart. He received it from his guru. He received it from his guru, that guru, that guru, up to Radha and Krishna, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in in this uh, in this uh, time. So, this is a very important point that actually we receive the Bhakti Lata Beach. So it will be attained. So three times now the word is get and receive. So the jiva has the eternal potency to receive actually that seed and from that moment on bhakti can start. From that moment on we are on our way to really attain perfection because our heart is like a fertile field and Gurudev and the Vaishnavas and Krishna Day, Gurudev mainly plants this beautiful seed into our hearts and then slowly, slowly we surrender to him. He gives us initiation, he gives us the Diksha Mantras and when he sees fit, he, he uh, reveals to us what is that unique relationship I desire. I desire for. I must have a clear conception of the relationship I want to attain. It's not that I go, uh, Gurudev, come give me something. Gurudev will say, figure out, <laughs> figure out yourself. First, you have to figure out yourself by hearing, by hearing about the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. We develop this greed, this low part, to attain one of those particular rasas, Rupa Goswami is saying. And when we have a concept, a conception, a focus, then we approach a suitable Gurudev who is in the same mood, in the same bath. Satachiya. Satchati, sorry, Satchati. Same, same bath. So, and Gurudev then will look into our heart, he will examine our taste, will examine if it's correct, real, fake, whatever, and from that moment on he will decide, I will give Diksha, I will guide you, I will help you, and I will give you also all informations to attain Swarupa City. So, this is the next step. This comes as next. So, then we are uh, aspiring disciples of such a wonderful Gurudev. So, this means actually it is a descending process. Bhakti descends into the nature of our heart. And then we are about to realize Krishna Nityadas. What kind of Nityadas I want to be. So this is what actually this beautiful, wonderful verse is about. Nitya Sita Krishna Prema Satya Kabunoi Shravavadi Sutta Chitta Kareya Udoi. So it means Krishna Prema is eternal and perfect. It is never to be attained by endeavors. Prema arises in the heart slash consciousness, which has been purified by devotional activities like hearing and chanting. So this is the goal. This is what happens. This is our on the, this is what happens on the journey. And this is our goal. The goal is Krishna Prema. We start with the Bhakti Lata Beach and the goal is Krishna Prema. Realizing our identity and what is my unique relationship in love to Radha and Krishna. Swarupa City. We realize our form. We can interact with those. Like I interact with you now, we can interact with them when we attain Swarupa City. So this is Krishna Prema is eternal and perfect. That means in the commentators, uh, the, many common, there's many commentaries on that verse. Um, for example, Jiva Goswami, Vishwana, Chakravati Thakur, and, and many others uh, gave, gave the commentary to this verse. And they all say this Nitya Sita refers mainly to the Nitya Sitas. Their love descends into our heart. 
There is also this one, one wonderful verse I cannot remember now from Bhakti Rasamrita Siddha, which is exactly describing this, this, this way that this beautiful Nitya Siddha Prema, this beautiful eternal Prema, it descends into the heart via the mercy of our Gurudev, who received it through the Pariva, through the disciplic succession. So this beautiful Krishna Prema, it is eternal and it is perfect and it is never attained by our own endeavors. So what that means? It means that we have to clean our heart by bhakti, by all processes of bhakti, and then this prema can arise. Then this prema can spread throughout our consciousness. This is a very important point, that actually we have to make our heart a suitable place for this prema to really sprout and unfold. Krishna Prema, Nitya Siddha Krishna Prema, Satya Kapunoi. Without, you, you cannot endeavor, but Shravanadi Sutta Chitte Karya Udai. By, by this Shravan and all uh, activities of Bhakti Yoga, the heart can be a place where Prema can establish and then rise into full bloom. So this is a very, very important verse um, that we understand this. This pure love that the potency, the capacity to receive this wonderful Nitya Sita Krishna Prem, this potential is, is eternally established in our heart because we are Nityada Krishna Das. We are an eternal servant of the Lord. We are parts of Him. So in our heart, this, this potency to, 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 to acquire and attain this Nitya Sita Krishna Prema is always in our heart. It is upon us to focus on which way of this love we want to attain. Rupa Goswami is saying, particular rasa. So we have to hear about this and more and more uh, develop a taste and an attraction for a different kind of a, a rasa to Radha and Krishna and then focus on that one. And so when we are on that way, we practice sadhana bhakti. This here, shravanadi, shutta chitta means sadhana bhakti. With sadhana bhakti, we go through all these uh, unwanted things and we want to attain the next level, bhava bhakti, very high stage. Bhava bhakti means we feel it. We are engrossed in the emotions of bhakti. We, we uh, are on a, on a level where we are uh, uh, completely over uh, flooded with emotion. And then from bhava bhakti comes prema bhakti. That is the prayochan. So we go through these steps through the process of Raganuga Bhakti with a clear focus. We are eternal Krishna servant, Nityera Krishna Das. Nitya Sita Prema can descend into our heart if we make the heart a suitable place and by the mercy of Guru and Krishna. This is the only way, Guru Kripa is the only way that this Nitya Sita Krishna Prem can enter into our heart and stay there and grow. So this is actually the process of self-realization, to understand who we are, what we have to do, and where, what is the goal. So, and the goal is in the in the in the in the scriptures that we want to attain a siddhadeha. We want to attain our perfected form. Shila Satyanarayan does, uh, Babaji, I, I, a very nice scholar. I never met him, but. I'm in, I was in contact with him many times. He gives a very beautiful example about Tatashta Shakti, about the Jiva. 
So bhakti actually, what I, what I was saying, bhakti is of Swarupa Shakti. So the seed of bhakti is actually not in the in the outer energy and not into Tatashta Shakti. The Bhakti Lata Beach is from Sarupa Shakti. It comes into Tatashta Shakti. So it comes because we are a fertile field, because our heart has this capacity to accept and receive this Swarupa Shakti. But Swarupa Shakti is not within Tatashta Shakti. Those are three eternal energies. So the Swarupa Shakti can do something with the Tatashta Shakti. And the Tatashta Shakti has the capacity to be imbued. So this is he's saying a very wonderful point. Tatashta Shakti does not change into Swarupa Shakti. We will always be Tatashta Shakti eternally. But even before getting the Sita Deha, the Tatashta Shakti becomes imbued by Swarupa Shakti. That is called getting Stoibhav. That's what I was saying. When we come to Bhava Bhakti, we have fully recognized our stoi bhav. Stoi means permanent and bhav means mood, love, emotion. That is the middle goal. We have to fix ourselves, I speak now for us, in manjari bhav. This is our stoi bhav. Manjari bhav following rupa manjari and rati manjari and guru manjari. This is stoi bhav. So then he says the sita dea is not a physical body as we have experience of it. Ouch! No, it's it. This is a different experience. I feel I have a body, but he says it is a bhava body, a body completely made of emotions. We cannot understand this right now, only by realizing. I'm sure he says you have come across a statement somewhere that says that Shrimatiyadika is Mahabhav Swarupa. So the Tantashta Shakti, that means Radharani's form, is actually of the highest love. There's no difference between Radhika and her body. It is the highest love that in the spiritual realm, the body and the person, they are not different. It's, it's The body is a bhav and the bhav is the person. <laughs> this is high, but it is like that. So he says, um, so the Tantashta, who is imbued with Swarupa Shakti, he compares it like an iron rod made red hot by putting it into fire. So actually that is what happens to the Jiva. He is the iron who is put into the hot fire of bhakti and so the hot the iron rod takes on the same qualities as fire it can burn you it can it can it spreads the heat it is not fire but it has the same qualities like fire but it is still an iron rod so the tatashta shakti can be imbued now linked to a body consisting of swarupa shakti so we are like the tatashta shakti is then imbued with the body of Swarupa Shakti and we don't feel any difference anymore. Like now, sometimes we don't feel any difference when we have headache, when we have stomach ache, toothache. We are the one. We are one with the body. So in the spiritual sense, the Tatashta Shakti will then feel no difference between the body and the dunk, the, the, the ego. So there is no more any difference. The whole thing is one. It's very difficult to understand, but it is like that in the spiritual world. Hmm? There is oneness because the Staibhav does not make the Tatashta feel that he is, he is having something exterior to him. So mm, the, the, the Staibhav, which is of Swarupa Shakti, the Tatashta Shakti will not feel any difference anymore. So this is, means this, this process of putting the rod, the iron rod into the fire, this is what we are doing. This is the alchemy. We are actually, our soul is undergoing alchemy. We are trying to transform 
this Tatashta Shakti, which always be Tatashta Shakti, transform is wrong, to imbue the Tatashta Shakti with Swarupa Shakti, with Bhakti. And it becomes more and more clear. And at one point, we know, we realize what is our spiritual form, which is a body made of path. So in the heart of the Jiva, there is only the capacity to receive this Swarupa Shakti, so that the Swarupa Shakti can make this work to, to imbue us so much, to immerse us so much, that at one point we are that spiritual body. So the Jiva has this beautiful, beautiful nature of beginningless ignorance, but completely it can end, and not only end, it can go into Swarupa City. We can attain Swarupa City by Bhakti Yoga. So by receiving the Bhakti Lada Beach, by performing Bhakti, the Sita, uh, the, the Nityara Krishna Das, the Jiva, the eternal servant, can attain a goal of most wonderful uh, 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 example. It's, it's the highest the Jiva can attain is to be together with Radha and Krishna. This is really the mercy of Krishna to, to put this into our hearts and that this flower, that this seed can sprout, sprout into a flower and, and Prema can be attained. So this is actually what, what can be said about the, uh, Jiva, Jiva Tattva. There is also then this, this, uh, this wonderful verse in, in, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Um, the pure sattva which is ever present in the Nitya Siddha devotees manifests itself and thus should not be seen as artificial. Many verses are like that. Manifests itself. So this pure Swarupa Shakti energy, it will manifest, like I said in the other words, it will arise in the heart when the heart is purified. So our efforts are there to purify, to clean our heart, to purify our consciousness so that we can receive the full blown mercy of Gurudev, which is he giving to us. So this is our job to purify our heart. And nothing is more purifying than Raganuga Bhakti. It is said that it's much more stronger than Vaidhi Bhakti. It has much more power to purify the heart when we follow under the guidance of Gurudev in Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti is of Swarupa Shakti and the Jiva is of the Takta Shakti. So Bhakti cannot be already there in the heart of the Jiva. It comes, it, 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 it gets into the heart, it is received, it is attained and good. And this is the mercy of Guru and Krishna. So this is a very important point. I thought it was, it was important to, to, uh, to understand this for me because for me it was, it was difficult to, to, to understand how can I develop my unique relationship and my good if I ask the same question to my good if we are letter you got to show my god brother he brought the letter to my good if asking about this bhakti ladder beach and the citadel if it is already uh, in the form fixed and prefixed in the heart of the jiva so I know there are many theorists who accept this and I respect that, but myself, I could never understand it because it made no sense really to me. So I asked my Gurudev and he said, no, the Bhakti Lada Beach is giving and the Siddhartha is also given. So for that, I, I also want to have one real nice quote from the Bhagavatam with the commentary of, uh, of, uh, uh, first, yeah, first another one. Um, so, uh, 
I asked my Guru Dev and he said, no, the Bhaktilada beach is not, is not there in the Jiva. Tatashta Shakti, it is given by Guru Dev. It is of Swarupa Shakti. And if the Bhaktilada beach is not in the Tatashta Shakti Jiva, the Siddhadiya can also be not there. So he told me that actually both the Bhaktilada beach will lead to the Siddhadiya and both are awarded. Both are given to us by the Lord. Sila Jiva Goswami writes in Pretty uh, Sandarbha, unlimited forms, murtaya, portions of light of the Lord, Vaikunda, form, forms of the splendor reside there. The Lord, using one among these forms, associates, makes the form of a liberated soul and makes the form of a liberated soul. I was, and I was supplied with a body by the Lord who had promised to give such a body. That body was pure, devoid of material contamination and an angsa of the light which is an angsa of the Lord. So Jiva Goswami is clearly saying that the Lord gives the perfected soul a body according to the mood the sadhaka has developed during sadhana. What is the, this is what Narutam does talk, I always quote this verse, because now is a time to do that which you want to have in the end. And uh, Bhagavatam is saying, Tvam Bhakti Yoga Paribhavitari Tsarocha Ase Shutekshita Patu Nanu Nata Pungsang Yajatiya Taurukaya Vibayanti Tatat Vapu Branayase Satanukrahaya. O Lord, you who are approached by hearing about, seen and directly served, enter and remain in the lotus of your devotees' hearts infused with Bhakti Yoga. Infused with Bhakti Yoga. It comes from outside. O oh, much praised Lord, by your mercy, this devotee can serve you in the bodies they want to serve you in. In, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in your bodies, they desire to serve you in. So that means we can serve Krishna in the, in the mood we want to serve him, as a parental, as whatever, in a special form. But Srila Vishwanan Chakravati Thakur explains the second half in a Slightly different way, but also important one. Much praise, Lord, by your mercy, you bestow to the sadhaka spiritual bodies appropriate to the mood they cultivate during sadhana. Te sadhaka bhaktya sva sva bhava nurupam yad yadiyya bhavayanti tat tat eva bapush tejam sitadeham pranayasi prakarshena tan prapayasi aho te sva bhakta Paravasyam iti bhava. This is the tika of Sila Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur. He says, or your devotees doing sadhana bhakti concentrate on their spiritual form according to their mood of love, using their minds, and you have them attain, attain, branayasi, their spiritual bodies. You become dependent on your devotees. So this is a wonderful crystal clear verse that says two things. We can worship Krishna in the form we prefer him to be in. So every one of us has a different conception of who we want to love. What is the form? Is it Prachendra Nandan? Is it Govinda Madhava? Mukunda? Whatever. Even even Vaikunda. You can go in Vaikunda Loka also. But we have to focus on in one form we want to serve him. And But Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, the expert uh, a commentator, he says it means also that the Lord is bestowing to us the body we, de the body we, deserve, we desire during sadhana. So again, very clear, these bodies are attained 
and are awarded by the Supreme Personality, by Krishna, according to what we do during sadhana. And this is the greatest mercy Krishna can really have towards us, that we come from a stage of complete uh, anadi, beginning this time ignorance, bahir mukha, we are not looking toward him, but the mercy of Guru and Krishna and the Vaishnavas is so wonderful that it can be ended. Nitya is without beginning, without end. Anadi means without beginning, end. So bhakti is infused into our heart. It ends the cycle of samsara and we can attain Swarupa city. I think uh, this is all I wanted to share. We have to understand these facts to really, really focus that we are servants of the Lord and how I want to serve him. What is the desire? I am a soul. I'm like a crystal. I can use all the colors given to me. So what is the rasa I want to perfect? Who I want to look for? Who is my Gurudev who can teach and give me this? So these are the thoughts leading a, sadhana, a sadhaka to the path of bhakti. That is what I think. So in, in summary... We are eternal servants of the Lord. We are Tatashta Shakti. We have the potency and the, the capacity to receive the method to break out from this endless circle of both and death, Bhakti. Bhakti is given by Guru and Krishna into our heart. We practice Bhakti and Krishna Prema, eternal Krishna Prema, will be infused into our heart only we have to make the heart as a suitable place and the prema will be infused and grow and grow and grow accordingly. And Swarupa City is attained when we are at the stage where the Lord bestows a suitable body for us. Usually it is said you leave this body and take on, prema cannot be kept here and you take on a spiritual deha. So this is the last one. And everything of these steps are only through the grace of Sri Gurudev. Only by the grace of Gurudev. These steps can be attained. Jai Shirate. I hope I could say something worthwhile. Dandavat Pram.